This is Kat from Dining at Disney, and I'm here with Kristen. Kristen, tell us about some travel deals. Well, right now, if you are looking to visit Walt Disney World and you are a Disney Visa card holder, you too can take advantage of the latest travel deal that they've released. And that is you can save up to 30% off on select Disney Resort hotels. Um, it's anywhere from 25% to 30%. So, I mean, that, that's a good deal. And it's good for most nights, August 28th through September 19th. And you must book using your Disney Visa card. Now, this can be the debit card as well. So if you have the debit card, you can take advantage of this. And how can people book these amazing vacations? You can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. To podcasters, recording musicians, and streamers who are looking for studio quality audio at home or on the road, the Shure MV7 Podcast Kit is a premium all-in-one solution inspired by the legendary Shure SM7B and designed to address the versatility required by modern creators. Visit the link in our show notes to learn more about the MV7 Podcast Microphone and visit Shure.com. That's S-H-U-R-E.com. Shure. Sound extraordinary. Product used in exchange for promotional consideration. John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the lead brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro-AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit GatorFrameworks.com. Product provided in exchange for promotional consideration. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen and joining me is Kat and producer Aljon. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Anchor or any of the other fantastic platforms out there. And for those of you new to the show, we do two a week. So typically we do one that has an either news or foodie guides, that kind of thing. And then our other show is a ranking or a best of. Kat, do you want to tell everybody what we're going to be ranking today? Today, we're going to talk about the best Epcot pavilions at the World Showcase. The ranking the pavilions at the showcase. I think we're just going to do our top fives or you want to do the full 11? Oh, let's rank all of them. We're doing the full 11. 
go big or go home. That's what I say. <laughs> People got to know where to start and where not to start. <laughs> there, there's only one answer to that question, and it's Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I typically go that way as well. My anxiety will not let me go the other way. I have to go clockwise. I can't go counterclockwise. I'm trying to think in the other parks if I have like one direction I head to more than the other. Oh, I do it. At, I, I do it everywhere. At Magic Kingdom, I have to go to Adventureland. I cut through Adventureland to get uh-huh, to Magic Kingdom. I always Kingdom. go that way too. Yeah. I have to go clockwise. I don't know what it is. And honestly, when I drive places, I have to, it has to be a circle. I can't, it can't be a straight line. It has to be a circle. I don't know why I'm a crazy person. That's what the answer to that question is, but I, it has to be clockwise. It can't be counterclockwise. I think the only, only part that I typically go the other direction is animal kingdom because I'm typically headed to flame tree barbecue. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair and that's kind of in the center area yeah so it works interesting it works. yes yeah. okay so cat both of us kind of have different ways of ranking yes so um my way that i'm ranking them is going to be based on the different options that they have for dining sure. yes. as well as the de- deliciousness of the food. Agreed. Uh, I know with yours, you're adding in the uh, gluten-free factor. Yes. Availability and accessibility becomes an issue for me. Yes. So mine, my higher rated ones are probably not the most popular higher rated I mean, that's a lie they're all popular but mine they're probably not what everyone would expect there are some obvious high heavy hitters for a lot of people and I can't eat at those places so yeah my list is it's catered to me because it's mine <laughs> I'm also trying to take into account um not just because I feel like I'm kind of biased to the Germany pavilion growing up with that being a lot of those foods and growing up eating in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to kind of like also temper that when I'm, when I'm considering wearing where I want to rank that country sure. because it's not, the food's not for everybody. It's That's very true. much a, a heavy meat and potato country. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I kind of go, I also kind of go with spicy. I, I like spicy. So I love spicy food. So I think we should probably start at the bottom of our list and we do have Great. 11 countries to rank. Yes. So what one is your, your first one on the bottom? My number 11 is going to be Norway. I can- Norway. You, 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 is that at the bottom of your list as well? Yes. I, I have to agree on Norway. Yeah. My reasoning is there's not an, there's first of all, not enough options. True. You have the little bakery, you have a yes. beer cart. Yes. And you have Ocker shoes. And unless you're going for breakfast there, 
much of the food is a very acquired taste. And no matter how many times I've tried herring, no thanks. I just can't. I just can't get into herring. No, and I've, I'm good. And I've had it not in Norway because I've been in Norway. I've been to Sweden and Finland, so I've had it in those countries and still couldn't. I was like, it's just, mm, it's not me. No, I'm okay. I'm good. I oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Norwegian adjacent. They're all Scandinavians. There you go. Norwegia is at the bottom of our list. Um, I will say that the Kringla Bakery often has a short line, so it's easy to get soda there. So not all that. That's a hard one for you to eat up because it's a lot of pastry. It can't eat there. There's one thing on that menu that I can have, and only sometimes because they can't guarantee that it's gluten-free because all they serve there is pastries. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, they sometimes, usually they have a short line, so you can get a Diet Coke really fast there, which puts puts it as a plus but you know not for food i will say those who are not gluten-free head over there and try the school bread that is delicious it is it is worth trying there there you go school bread that's the one my mom has a hot take that she hates school bread oh really yeah We went because she heard you guys talk about it for so long and we'd never tried it. She was like, we're doing it. And we went and she was like, this is not good. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I can't have it. I don't know. Is she, not, is she not a coconut fan? She loves coconut. Huh. I wonder, yeah, I don't know what it was. Not for everybody, but uh, mm. a lot of people that we've talked about school bread before have always. Well, everybody rants and raves about it. I, I, I love it. So, yeah. Sorry, mom. Yeah. She's just, you know, it crazy. could have been a bad day for making it. There you go. Happens. She Her got, it was too early. We got the last night's ones, not the fresh ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So number 10, what's your number 10? Germany. I knew it had to be somewhere at the very bottom. Yeah, you Germany the very bottom for me. Sorry, guys, on this on the Germany. I will say, back in the day, back in the day, um, they used to have a currywurst on their menu at the little cafe there that I would have eaten every single day because I love currywurst. It's like one of my favorite things. They took it off the menu, and now I'm like, I don't need to go there. But they're paprika chips are very good that is one of my favorite things and the first time i had them was actually when i was visiting germany and as soon as i came back the first thing i was i was like i have to see if the germany pavilion carries these and so i love it when they have those chips because they are so good i don't good. know why we don't sell anything like that here it's not like it's a really unusual flavor no got a little bit of a kick but it's not like super spicy or anything no it's just like a little hint of flavor and a greasy crispy potato it's delicious it's delicious but that's basically the only thing i can eat there (laughs) yeah because at beer garden the only things you would be able to enjoy was whatever was on the the salad bar because it's a lot of like cucumber tomatoes um pickled stuff you yeah. know, but as far as like, you couldn't do the soups because 
they're going to use flour to thicken. Yeah. And a lot of the sausages have flour in them, unfortunately. So not, not a favorite of mine, but I know a lot of people like it. If anyone who listens to Sorcerer Radio is listening, you know that a lot of people over at Sorcerer Radio love the beer garden <laughs> and I support it, but it's not for me. Um, I do. Not I, for I the do love free. Exactly. And like I eat sauerkraut and I love a cucumber salad, but here it's just, it's not to go there and sit down and like eat a meal and just have cucumber and sell yeah, and, you can't get your money where not, yeah it's not worth it for me unfortunately and you can't enjoy a beer no exactly no beers no pretzels no sausages really like going there is just depressing i can't even have the caramel popcorn you guys i can't even go to caramel goosh well we'll have to get you some goldschlager instead there you go perfect <laughs> mainline it it'll be great as long as it's not jaeger yeah. Oh God. What was that? What was the uh, the hunter's uh, alcohol there? That we got the stro. Yes. We'll get you the stro. It's great. What is that? Yager tea. Yager tea. Yeah. Hunter. Hunter. Hunter dark, tea. Dark alcohol. It's not Jagermeister. <laughs> Put it to you like that. <laughs> yes. Anyway. No, it's. It's not bad. It's it's strong. It's definitely mint. Like if you taste it, it's you can think, oh yeah, I can see like people being out hunting and sitting around like a campfire and drinking that to help help stay warm. Sure. What's the um the chips? Great. The other thing that I like in Germany is the holiday wine. Like (gasps) hot holiday wine. That that's So those two things, good, but still at the bottom of my list. What's your number 10? My number 10, I think I'm going to have to go with America. That's my number Uh, nine. There's a few. I mean, you've got a few options there. You have the Fife and Drum Tavern, which is a small, quick service. Um, if you like barbecue and craft beer, you have Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Um, being that I live in Nashville, (laughs) I can get some pretty good barbecue here. Um, the other location you have Block and Hans, which is beers, a funnel cake cart, as well as you have Joffrey's Coffee there. So it's not a lot of great choices and i feel like when it comes to american cuisine it's i live in america and i you know we eat that like all the time yeah um and so i just don't feel yeah i pretty much skip it unless there's something during actually really the only time i stop by there is for food and food and wine or any of the festivals to eat whatever is in the the pavilion um okay. you know I most say, of the stuff i can get anywhere else so yeah. why am i gonna eat it there i will say that on a really hot day because this is like the center spot on the lake and they have lots of frozen options for beverages here yeah that's why it's higher than germany for me because i can get a slushy <laughs> uh that frozen red stag lemon i knew that so good <laughs> it's so good yeah, it is good and they do like, usually they have like um, a seasonal like 
layered slushy with ice cream that's really good in the middle of a hot day. But that's Ooh, really the only reason. That. Oh, it's so good. Oh, there's a, th- a soul one and a the American dream right now for the summer, but it's like layered slushy flavors and then vanilla software syrup. And it's just so good. That sounds good. good. Um, and like when it's a hundred degrees outside, that's what I want is like a frozen drink in the middle. Oh yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't eat a lot of barbecue. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm (laughs) this episode, I'm going to be on my soapbox a lot. I'm sorry, guys. Barbecue sauce a lot of the time has wheat in it, unfortunately. So I can't have a lot of barbecue sauces. And at Regal Eagle, uh, that's one of the ones that we can't have. So, and then also they have like their sides of like mashed, not mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese and stuff like that, which I can't have anyway. So I, I'm not a fan, love a, love a cold drink, but I, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. that, that, was, that, that makes it night. hard, but there's a lot of people that are, are out there into it, just like you that can't, can't do gluten. And so, I mean, if you can't eat something, it's pretty hard to put it high on your list if you can't eat it so it's true it's yeah. true it's true it's true and that's why I, I like after we started talking about it, i was like that's right you've got the gluten-free factor that really impacts what you can and can't eat Which, so therefore yeah. it impacts where you rank things exactly so. exactly it, it's like i want to be able to we're going to get deeper into this list and there's some things i really wish that i could enjoy that i know you guys enjoy and I, I just can't, I can't have it, which is not great, but you know, there are other things that I can enjoy that I love to have and we'll get there, but America was my nine. So what's your, your nine? nine? Okay. I think following that, I am going to have to go with China. Um, I do like what? the joy of tea. Mm-hmm. I do like the joy of tea. Um, their teas or the beverages that they make. They even have like cocktail, like tea cocktails that are good there. Um, the Lotus Blossom Cafe I've always just felt was like food court, Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nine Dragons overall, I just don't find it to be standout Chinese food. Uh, I know Aljon loves it when they have the bao buns and things like that there. It's in the dim sum. Yeah, the dim sum. Look, you have to really love dim sum. You have to love the bao buns, which is great. Um, yeah, Lotus Blossom is for Disney subpar, mm-hmm. and that's coming from someone who's actually Chinese. Mm-hmm. So, um, and especially, I grew up in Seattle. And I've been to D.C. and Chicago, and I love going to Chinatowns. I love going to Chinatown so I can have, like, some authentic, legit Chinese food. And even in Nashville, there's a couple places that are pretty good. Uh, but so you got to really be hard up, like, I, you know, for, for that stuff. So investigate the menu and maybe try to get out of your comfort zone to try something authentic instead of just doing, you know, your 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 typical Chinese dishes, anything like fried and stuff like that. Just, uh, yeah. but yeah, definitely. Um, I probably would have scored China just a little bit, uh, higher from personal preference, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem eating there, but, uh, Chris and I's list is probably going to be pretty, pretty similar. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm not talking so much. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to have a, difficult time once we get to like 
the middle of the pack is where I feel a lot of restaurants are very like neck and neck. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you're number eight then. Um, my number eight is going to be France. France is low on the list for me, mostly because I, I'm not a huge fan of French food. I don't, I think it's too rich for me. Um, I don't like a lot of sauces with, with butter and, and dairy in them, especially when I'm like out and about because it makes me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so France is low on my list. Uh, I can't have a lot of things there. A gelato, a sorbet at, back at the um, Boulange. They always have good gelato and, and sorbet options. And of course, like you can't go wrong with a Grand Marnier slushy. But yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, a crepes, they have, I haven't tried, this could change. I have not been to the crepery. I haven't tried. They have a gluten-free crepe at the crepery. Nice. Um, a, it's a buckwheat galette. Have not had it yet. When we were in Orlando in March and we tried to go, the line was like two hours long to get a crepe. And like, I've never wanted a crepe long enough to wait. I mean, bad enough to wait longer than like 10 minutes for it. So we skipped it, but maybe maybe this trip we'll try and, and get in there um and see how those are because yeah i not a lot of options all of the stuff at um it wasn't boulange it was lartan de glaces that had the ice cream the boulange does not have a lot of stuff that i can eat um and they house everything in that glass front um display yeah. So it's all touching each other. So yeah, it's just not, it's a non-starter for me, unfortunately. And I know everybody, like it's very popular to get dinner at Chefs de France. And, and when Monsieur Paul comes back, I'm sure people will start going there again. But yeah, this France is not high on my list, unfortunately. I do like the ice cream place. Yeah, the ice cream place is good. It's, it's one of my favorite ice cream places. Yeah. Yeah. They have good stuff there. I know my brother likes the, with the, in the bun. Yeah. Like with the, yeah, I can't have that, but my brother is like into those. So. I have not had that because no. I like the ice cream itself so much that I'm just like, I just want the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. If somebody has hazelnut ice cream in their like thing, that's the one I'm going to choose every time. And it's so good. <laughs> They had, um, of course, it's been a few years now, and it was in the spring. They had a lemon meringue, oh, and it yes. had that, like, Meyer lemon flavor yes. with little pieces of meringue in it. Like, Ugh. they could have left out the meringue. The lemon flavor was a nice, smooth, mellow lemon. Yeah. It wasn't very didn't have that strong like citrus like make your your you know lips pucker kind of lemon yeah it was really good it didn't taste fake oh yes yeah overly yeah. sweet like yeah. like candy you know yeah. sometimes lemon has an, a, a way of doing that but yeah kristen's right very smooth very natural and uh not overbearing yeah Okay, so uh, number eight, right? Yeah, number eight. Eight? Yeah, eight. Oh, this is where I'm going to, I'm starting to have some difficulty because there's a handful of them I'm going to, would kind of want to put 
all close together. Okay, so I... can help you choose if you'd like. I think I'm going to go with United Kingdom. This hurts me. (laughs) I do love Rose and Crown. Um, The pub is back in the day of Tables in Wonderland was my, like, go-to place to get... um, Boddington's beer because I love Boddington's beer. They have great fish and chips there. The scotch eggs are fantastic. Um, but here, like the Yorkshire Fish Shop, it has the same fish and chips that you can get inside Rose and Crown. And outside of that, your only other option is the beer cart that's there. Um, it doesn't have a lot of of choices the food is very good though yes. and it's definitely rose and crown is a great place to watch uh the nighttime entertainment from definitely definitely yeah so that's why i have to put that one at number eight okay all right i forgive you <laughs> so right now you'll have seven. you guys will have to forgive me because i think china is my number seven <laughs> um i say this because First of all, I love a tea. I love a tea. This is not a secret. I love tea. I drink tea constantly. Um, and the teas at Joy of Tea are all really good. Also, Tipsy Ducks in Love, forever. Cantaloupe, yes, please. Um, then Lotus Blossom Cafe is not good food. It's just not. It's like Panda Express, which is fine. But if I'm dying, if it's the middle of the day and I'm dying, I'm going to get a headache. I haven't eaten anything. They have a stir fried vegetable and a white rice that I know is safe (laughs) and I can get it fast so that I don't kill someone (laughs) because anyone will tell you that when I get hangry, it's like, there's no going back. We've, we've started this journey and now we're all on it together. Um, also they sometimes have this ginger ice cream that's really good. I feel like every single one of these, when I give it a positive thing about them, I'm going to be like the dessert, but <laughs> I have no regrets. Um, yeah. So just like accessibility wise, being able, knowing in the back of my head that if everywhere else has a giant line, Lotus Blossom Cafe will serve me a steamed broccoli and a white rice that I know won't kill me. And that means a lot to me. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because on one side you have Norway, which you can't go over there, and the next exactly. side is Germany, and you can't exactly, go there. exactly. There's no wait. No, no, there's never a wait, and they have they have mobile ordering, so I can order it in advance, and it's great. It's perfect. It's exactly what I want when I don't want to like eat a plain hot dog with my hands and no bun, because like that's the other option when I'm in a hurry. <laughs> It's not great. It's not great. Um, what's your number seven? Okay. And I know a lot of people aren't going to like this answer either. And it's because of lack of choices. You pretty much have a restaurant. So um, that means I'm talking about Canada. Yes. Yeah, Steakhouse, fantastic food. I've always had great experience there. I do like the choice of Canadian beers that they have that you can you can get there. Um, I became a fan of La Trois Pistoles by having that there. So uh, if you like some 
unusual beers, definitely try them over at La Cellier. They have the mm-hmm. Unibro um, line of beers, and they're good. Um, but other than that, you can either get Joffrey's Coffee Cart or you can go to the beer cart there. So get popcorn. I feel like this coffee cart, this Joffrey's, is always infested with bees. Yes. Am I wrong? This no. coffee cart, I feel like like three days out of the week, they can't have people in there because there's bees. That's because of the that's because of the garden. Yeah. And they have syrup and sugar just everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, which is fine. But it's like if you only have one choice and the other choice is like overrun by bugs. You, you not, probably yeah, you probably need to uh change relocate your, it. Yeah, you yeah. change your point of view there. Uh over there at Canada, it's probably not the best place for it. No, definitely not. Kind of like the in between too, because yeah. it's right where um, World Show Place is. Yeah. I wish they'd use the show place for more things than they do. I agree. I agree. Uh, my favorite usage of that is, I think the reason it was built was for the Millennium. Yeah. yeah. And they had all those little countries there that you just didn't expect to ever see. You know, you had Israel there and I think Greece was in there and some other like small. Yes. So many. I mean, and, they, and it was either it was set up very much to um, as a way to like promote their their like here come travel to our country kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was cool that they had like a little food court in there too as well as a lot of the places were selling things that had been handmade from there and i wish mm-hmm. they'd kind of do something like that occasionally in there because i just thought that was really cool world bizarre just say yeah bizarre just make it a world bizarre <laughs> i would support that 100 percent. it's been 22 years since that opened, since that happened, we still talk about the Holy Land experience, okay? Yes. <laughs> we still talk about it. It's been 22 years. We still talk about it. And now that I'm working in a themed and an experience, an experiential design, we talk about it even more. <laughs> Bring it back. I know it's still in Orlando, but like I would love to, not the Holy Land experience. The Holy Land experience is still in Orlando, but bring back World Bazaar. Like that's so cool. That's it was so fun and eleven countries is a lot of countries, but it's not they haven't changed much in a long time. It would be really great to see some other things come into that space. And I do still have all of my stuff from when I went during then. So I could just like go up in my attic and dig it out because I've kept every <laughs> I have kept stuff from every single trip. I have taken from my first trip. So I've got old, old, old park maps and like, I even have like a napkin and some other stuff from trips in there. Let me sing you We Go On from Illuminations in Four Part Harmony. Are you ready? (laughs) It's gonna happen. (laughs) Great song. So good. Yeah, Canada is my number Canada. Canada's my number six. Yeah, they have good stuff, but no choices. No choices. Yeah. What's your six? Okay, let's see. I think now I'm going to have to go to Morocco. I'm Um, I'm surprised. That it's that far down? Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I'm surprised that it's this far up, to be oh. honest. Um, I uh, really like the Spice Road table. It's the same here, but, you know, it's super overpriced. But I, I don't now you haven't Now, you haven't been there in... Since it opened. Yeah, which I've been a few times since it opened. Um, and they did change the menu. Ah, uh, gotcha. And it's not like a tapas only kind of thing like it was when they first started it. Mm-hmm. And I do really like the food there as well as uh, Tangerine Cafe. I do like that place. Um, I like the shawarma platter and tabbouleh and, you know, pita bread and all that kind of stuff just it's delicious filling but it's not heavy especially when it's hot it's like i could just eat a whole bunch of tabbouleh when i'm hot mm-hmm. yeah i had hummus for lunch today there you go yes, please and i'm wondering if restaurant marrakesh is ever going to come back or so you know i heard this morning, I'm pretty sure it was Restaurant Marrakesh. They're making it into a Advent Health Lounge. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. I've heard rumors about it going away. Um, but of course, it's still listed on Disney's website as temporarily unavailable. But and it'd be interesting to see what they do with it. The entertainment was great there. Did I read that? I don't remember where I read that, but I, I did read it and they had set it up as like a, if you're a member of this health service, you can use it as seating and air conditioning and whatever when it's hot. So. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'll, have to, we'll, have to, I'll have to, we'll have to dig a little bit more into that. Yeah. yeah. That was what, number six, right? Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. five is Italy. Um, I love Tutta Gusto. Uh, it's not open right now. It's extended seated seating from Tutto Italia right now, which is annoying. But when it's open, when Tutto Gusto is open, they have like antipasti and wine and drinks, a full bar, that kind of stuff, which is good. Some places sit down quiet indoors, uh, have a little antipasti, have a little snacky, get out of the heat. Um, outside of that though, I am not, I can't, they don't have gluten-free pizza at the pizza restaurant at the pizza window. They don't have much to offer me inside of the restaurant there. And, uh, I haven't tried the new gelateria once they open their new building. I haven't tried that yet. So judgment to be passed there. Cause everything there sounds really good. They avocado. The avocado, the, <laughs> the affogato that we talked about last episode is there, and I'd like to try that. So, but I think middle of the pack Italy for me. Okay, so my five. number five then is going to be France. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I don't have issues eating anything there. Um, The ice cream, as I mentioned before, is one of my favorite places to get ice cream. It's delicious. Um, I do really like crepes and am looking forward to trying the crepe, the creperie when I go. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got a lot of places here. You've got a bakery, an ice cream shop, um, 
two different crepe places to go to, Chefs de France, then you've got a signature dining with Monsieur Paul, and then, of course, you have your wine and frozen cocktails uh, location as well. So there's a lot to choose from, which I think is fantastic. It's one of the best things, I think, when it comes to that pavilion. Um, the food, like Le Chefs de France, can be hit or miss. Sometimes you can have a great experience. Sometimes the food ends up being on the bland side. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I'm really looking forward to tasting the crepes because that's one thing I like is crepes that have like your um, bechamel sauce with some mm -hmm. mushrooms and that kind of, that kind of, kind of crepe. Again, you don't want to eat, be eating that on a really hot day because the cream sauce is just, it just gets heavy. It just comes out of your pores. Uh, the pastries are really good um, that they have in the pavilion. So, yeah, I'm going to put that mainly because it's not always superior food there. Mm -hmm. It can be hit or miss with the table service restaurants. Yeah. Truth be told, we try eating there almost every time we visit. Which place? Uh, over there at... Uh, Are you talking about Chefs de France? Chefs de France, yeah. Just because I like it. Yeah. And I will say that it is it is hit or miss. So, you know. But Monsieur Paul is a different story. Maybe they'll reopen soon. Maybe yeah. so. I'd like that. That was five. Yeah. So we're at number four. Number four for me is Morocco. Um, I rate this a little higher than uh, what was my last one? Italy. I yeah. rate this a little higher than Italy because of Oasis Sips and Sweets, which I am obsessed with. Um, we've talked about Spice Road Table and Tangerine Cafe. I could eat hummus yeah. for every meal. Olives, great. Oasis Sips has a frozen mint tea. That's like to die for. It's so good. Moroccan mint is good. It's Moroccan so good. Tea, yeah. Yeah. And um, you can get it with gin if you're in the mood for that. But it's just by itself even is so delicious. And I could sit back there with a cup of tea for hours. So I, I, I like Morocco. I Mediterranean food, Moroccan food is very like homey for me. So when it's an option, I will most likely choose it. I can't have to believe, but literally I eat hummus for like every third meal. <laughs> I always have hummus. I'm always eating hummus. So yeah. Morocco is my number four. I do. I do like, I do like me some tea, mm -hmm. which is why at back when Tivana was around, I worked at Tivana. Yes. So I actually got well educated. Like they have a very, used to have a very intense program for like three months training on tea. Really? Yes. It was. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, the stuff you learn about all the different teas and how they're picked and processed, it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, I do too love, love a great tea. My number four though I'm going to have to go with Germany. Yes. I love the beer garden. Um, 
Their potato leek soup is so good. They have a wild mushroom soup that they do. That's fantastic that I could just eat that. Um, Big liter beers. That makes me happy. (laughs) So (laughs) um, Summerfest doesn't have a lot of options. They do have uh, caramel kuka, which is amazing if you like caramel, especially salted caramel. Um, The only other option, though, is you've got two beer carts. So uh, and that is my go to snack is a beer and a pretzel. Um, But again, there's not a lot of options of places to to eat here. Um, Summerfest, most of that you can find on the menu at Beer Garden. So, um, I really, when I think of Germany, I think of Beer Garden. I don't, you know, really think of the other places that they have there. Well, the Caramel Kush, you've got, you've got all kinds of sweet treats. Oh, yeah. So if you, it's not just caramel. I mean, if you like chocolate covered strawberries or fudge or some other things caramel drizzle caramel drizzle if you you love caramel anything that is only one of two were their locations in the world true so i mean so it's a great it's 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 snack cart slash you know bakery plus i mean it's not really a bakery right i think it's considered like a actually under shopping it's a store but it to me, it's all food. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. You can take it and you can eat it right then. So I put it in the food beverage category. Agreed. But yeah, so I will go with Germany being number four. Okay. My number three is Japan. Um, uh, I rate Japan number three solely based on kakegori shave ice, <laughs> uh, melon flavor with a snow cap. Um, and Violet Sake. That's it. That's all I've got. I know. <laughs> I love the Japan Pavilion. They have so many options. Sushi. I love sushi. Rice. I eat rice a lot. Hummus and rice is like, I'm going to write it on my tombstone, but uh, <laughs> shave, the Japanese shave ice, the uh, sake mist shave ice, Violet, violet sake, all the different things. And then also I'm including it because I will open a bag of candy from the, the little store there and eat it on my way out. But they've got so many snacks in that area. And if you love matcha, they've got tons exactly. of that are matcha flavored. Exactly, exactly. Matcha. Oh, and in there you've got a little sake place in there too. Yeah, the sake bar. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that the environment over there and pretty much everything is good. Um, the only thing that I don't enjoy about the Japan Pavilion is Tepanito because I don't, the whole like Benihana style big grill dining doesn't appeal to me, but the sushi is good. It, it's fine. All the other stuff at Katsura Grill is, is good. A teriyaki, a stir fry, edamame if you're looking for something. And then, you know, like I said, category and they have your takumi tie there takumi tie. come back <laughs> the best meal it'll open sooner than later and let's not we'll forget see. let's not forget some of the most unique things that they have there in japan like frozen beer okay well oh, you frozen because see my number four as well as japan yes um, but the frozen kirin 
Yes, that yes. that in the category. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes, they they have a lot of different. I think it's a, a very good variety. If you like uh, the hibachi grill, go to Teppanito. Good times. Well, and you those have people are so entertaining. It's like dinner. Yes. And show. There you go. So if you're if you're down with that, great. But once Tokyo dining is also very fun. They have good well, sushi there. I was surprised at how good it was. Yeah, I, I like Kitsura it. Kitsura well. Grill too. So if you're looking for quick service, and that's yeah. a beautiful location, it's hidden up there. It's hidden. And pretty much any time I've gone up there, you just walk in and order because I don't think people they don't know what's up there. How do I think they just don't know how to find it up there? It's a yeah. hidden, it's beautiful. A gem. It's like a hidden gem. Yeah. And um, there's hardly any any wait when you go, and it's great. So yeah, definitely Japan has got a lot of different variety if you're down with that and plus yes. let me also say that the bento boxes are wonderful mm -hmm. love if you love to get a little bit of everything you know i suggest the bento box try that they've got they've got a lot um so the so it's very eclectic and a lot of different different desserts a lot of different beers to try mm -hmm. and they also have a sake bar at the department store Yes. Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, and that's another thing too. Like, it, you know, the the different countries, like even Germany, they have in their um, in their gift shop, they have a place for you to do uh, wine tastings and things we didn't mention. But that is that is definitely a, a plus. I forgot to mention that when you were talking about Germany. We we're talking a little bit about the the Kristen helped me the holiday wine, Glühwein. Glühwein. That one. That's where they serve that. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So we're down to what our last two, right? Oh my God. Wow, that went fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My number <laughs> two is Mexico. Mexico Pavilion, Cava del Tequila, Avocado Margarita. This time I actually meant to say avocado. <laughs> Chosa de Margarita for guacamole, nachos. Really, a corn chip and a dip. I'm in. I'm sold. I love the Mexican Pavilion. I they have such delicious things and like a lot of choices. First of all, but then like reliably good choices. I don't think I've had a bad meal in that pavilion. I haven't had a bad snack in that pavilion. I haven't had a bad drink in that pavilion. Everything is reliably good all the time. I put it the same place on my list as well. Um, I have had subpar meals at San Angel Inn. Is that the one inside? Yes. I've never eaten there before. It is, it's beautiful. And I mean, it has, it's a very romantic type atmosphere because it's in the attraction and you have the lighting and everything, but the food, not not necessarily the best. It's mm -hmm. blue um, you at Disneyland. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I've not eaten there, and I know it's true. It Chosa uh, our awesome La Hacienda. That is a wonderful place to watch the the entertainment from at night. Uh, the they food. pipe it in through there. The food is really good. We actually sat, one of the first times we dined there, we sat next to the owner. Oh. Yeah. And so he gave us recommendations. 
I love that. Yeah. So we had a good experience. Locava. I miss the days before everybody knew it was there. Yeah. And you could just walk in and sit down and drink. Have Pepe <laughs> make you a margarita or one of his specialties that are not on the menu. Yeah, because I like mine spicy. So he would make me like the sangrita. He would make it really spicy for me. And I was like, oh, I could just drink the sangrita there. Yeah. Great with chips. <laughs> just saying. So good. Pepe, Pepe, because that was the very first time I fell in love with with Mezcal for the first time there. Uh I ate the scorpion on video. Yeah, there's video of that somewhere. So you'll see me eating a baby scorpion there. And then if you're looking for quick service, you have La La Cantina. That's right on the water there, too. And they have great, great nachos. They've come a long way over the past decade, Mexico. I agree. To be sub, totally subpar. And now yeah. it's a shining star. So. I agree. And I will say for anyone who has an allergy, La Cantina, they are maybe the, the fastest allergy service and the most thorough because they will take you aside. They'll talk to you. They'll ask you what you need and then they'll make it for you everywhere else. You're going to wait. I've gotten used to it. But I've, if I go there, I know they're going to have it out to me in like five minutes instead of 15. Nice. Which I love. I, I appreciate yeah. that kind of service. Oh, yeah. That's your number two as well? That's my number two. <laughs> What's left for you to tell me about? My number one is Italy. Oh, okay. Um, just like I, how I have a fondness for German food, even though I'm only, at least according to Ancestry.com, I'm only 2% Italian. So, <laughs> but I do... Um, there's something that I really enjoy about like charcuterie, having oh yeah, the sliced Italian meats and your cheeses and having wine. And I love that kind of laid back attitude that the Italians have, especially when it comes to food is about enjoying the food the drink and your company. And I, I do really enjoy that. Um, Tuto Gosto wine cellar is fantastic. I love going in there, um, getting a little something to snack on, having a glass of wine, just taking a break from walking around the park. Tuto Italia, they used to have these braised short ribs. I don't know if they still have them on the menu, but they were amazing. Oh my gosh. It was that with polenta and there was another meat with it and I'm drawing a blank on what it was. I don't know. It was like, was it pork belly? I don't think so. I'll tell you though, uh, you ordered that. I ordered something else and I wish I'd ordered that. They have a manzo brasato on the menu that's a braised beef chuck short rib still. That's but it. But it's served with um, portobello mushroom ravioli. That's it. Yep. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That's a, I bet that's the same meat. Yep. Um, Via Napoli. Now, that when it first opened was a favorite of mine because I had just come back from being in Italy for two weeks and eating real Italian food. And so I was really excited about that place opening and how authentic it was. 
Now, since then, we noticed the last time we went, there was a change in the menu. It wasn't quite as good. And we have heard that continue to kind of go downhill. Um, the last I had heard, they had swapped out the fresh mozzarella for shredded mozzarella. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I think they're starting to dumb down the, the pizza menu. And that, that yeah. bums me out because the pizza there was just like what I had in Italy. And I was so excited about it. Enjoyed it so much when I came back. Um, and then, of course, you've got... Uh, gelato and I don't know anybody who doesn't like gelato it's so good pistachio that is one of my favorite flavors of gelato having said that though I'm sure Viennapoli still makes pretty darn good pizzas and I like uh, Tutto Gusto too so yeah. <laughs> I too have been to actual Italy uh, when I was touring with the USO, uh, play music for the troops, and that what that three or four times I did that. So I like it. I like Italian food, and and uh, so yeah, I also give it high marks for all of the reasons above. Check. Yeah, check, I can check. I can sit and just eat meat, cheese, olives, like, and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I can call that a dinner. So what's yours? My number one is UK, which is probably not surprising to anyone. <laughs> I love the UK. I love going there. That's another one that I, they have a good, they have a good charcuterie there. Their cheese plate is delicious. It comes with um, pickle onion and gherkins and all sorts of delicious things and cheeses and chips there are delicious. And I love their baked fish. Um, mushy peas, coronation salad, really chicken tikka masala, everything. I mean, I love it all. I try to go there every time we go. Yeah, I UK is my number one for sure. I wish they would bring back the frozen Pim's cup. That's my only. Complaint. I do like Pim's cup. Pim's cup. Me too. Yes, very good. They have regular Pim's cup, think- not the frozen. I think UK would also maybe rank a little higher on my list if I couldn't get good food here. We have a place called McNamara's mm-hmm. and they have really good, like they've got nice little curry chips and stuff like that. And Favorite. I think when you can't get something too, it also kind of helps that be up on your list when you can get that when you're on vacation. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, going back to talking about tea, because, you know, it's a tea podcast now, but um, they, I'm hoping they'll bring it back. But before the panini, we did a really cool tea seminar with Twinings in the pub there. And they did like a gluten-free scone for us, which was amazing. And then we got to try four or five different kinds of teas. And someone came out and talked to us about all the different teas. It was really fun. And I hope they bring it back just having and I'm hoping that you know we'll see more international cast members come back to these places and you know oh that kind yeah. of stuff. but I I really enjoyed those tea tea um seminars at the Rosen Crown so yeah I, I don't know I like it over there 
quiet. I will say if you are a tea drinker and you do make it out to London, definitely go to their tea shop there. It is the original shop. They still run out of the same place. I love it. Um, And I went and checked it out and brought back a whole bunch of tea. That's one thing I always come bring home back with. a whole bunch of tea, but it's it's cool when you get to go into like really old buildings like that. And you're like, this business has been in this building for forever, you know. It's pretty cool. I love it. Well, we'd like to know what are your favorite, what are your least favorite uh, pavilions based on the food and beverage. So let us know in the comment section. We would love to hear from you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification button. You can find us on Anchor or any of the other podcasting platforms. If you do head over to Anchor and you would like to support the show, you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. Or you can support us by visiting diningatdisney.com and shopping our links like the Disney Store, Amazon, and Garden Grocer for all of your Walt Disney World grocery needs. Kat, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. As far as dining at Disney, you can check out diningatdisney.com and follow us on all our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And for all your travel needs, Disney, Universal, cruise travel, anywhere in the world, you can contact Kristen at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com and she will send you on the best vacation of your life. Al John, tell us about some podcasts. Sure thing. Don't forget to check out our friends there at WDW Park Hoppers with John and Sid, Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John. We have Cat with Eat the Pictures Podcast. So be sure to check out Cat and subscribe to her show everywhere you get podcasts. Also, the Disney List, where we do our top tens too for the Disney Parks, Marvel, and Star Wars, as well with Kristen and myself. Last but not least, Skull Rock Podcast with Al John, me, and Dave Bossert, uh, award-winning author, Disney animator, and Imagineer. So please check that out at Skull Rock Podcast, everywhere you get podcasts. For Facebook fun, join the groups, Dining at Disney. Huge community there, so be a part of it. Also, the Disney Dorks community on Facebook, and the free Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Please check it out. And thank you to our affiliates, Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. All Disney music, all day long. Until next time, I'm Kristen. With me was Kat and producer Aljon. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners.